Hello. Happy podcast. Happy podcast to you too. Ooh, a lot of stuff to talk about today on my end. All right, get going. All right. So I'm going to complain about YouTube a little bit here to start off. I know everybody likes to hear me rant about stuff like that. Uh-huh, of course. Yep. <laughs> or, you know, maybe not, but sometimes I just need to vent. Mm-hmm. All right. So yesterday, which was Sunday, I was doing my live stream on YouTube, as you do. And I went to check my comments on something, and suddenly it was like, hey, you have 40 comments that we've automatically held for you because they're probably dangerous. And I was like, whoa, did I get spam attacked or something? So I go and I click on the tab and it's like, hey, here's all these comments on a video you posted four days ago. And these are all comments you've previously seen. They've been there for a while, but suddenly we, we think they don't belong on your channel here. And I'm like, uh, d no, these are fine. I've responded to some of these. <laughs> what, what is, I don't understand. So I, I just went through and approved them because they were all fine. I don't know what they were freaking out about. And then today, randomly, in the middle of the day, hey, remember those comments that you said were fine yesterday? They, we think they're dangerous. We've held them for you. <laughs> and we've done 10 more. Wait, what? I don't know what's happening. I don't know why YouTube is suddenly freaking out on my comments. It's just an error. Like, in two days, yeah. this will go away. It'll be fine. You're not going to have to deal with YouTube flagging all the comments on a video forever. Like, right. Okay, okay. I would I would agree with you if it happened once. But the second time, it's a the pattern now. <laughs> the second time in, like, the same 48-hour period, I think it's the same error. Hmm. You haven't fixed the bug yet? No. <laughs> Should I report it? Maybe they don't know. Yes. Like, if, you like, have, if you've encountered a bug and they don't know about it, they won't fix it. Well, yeah. But I was just thinking, I mean, this might be happening to other channels that are huge and they just have, like, thousands of comments in the held for review page anyway they don't care about. Mm -hmm. Whereas a smaller channel like me, I, I look at that. I'm paying attention to it all the time because I can. Right. I can keep up with it. Right. But in your YouTube settings, do you have hold comments for review enabled at all? Yeah, and every once in a while it flags something, and it's usually spam, and I'm like, thank you, and then I delete it. I've right. never had it do this before, where it's en masse acceptable comments from something that was posted on my channel three days ago. Hmm. Still, I don't think, like, the bigger YouTubers that, like, have enough comments that they wouldn't notice Yeah. perfectly fine comments coming, like, getting blocked, aren't going to report the bug, right? Because they won't notice it. They don't True. see all those comments. They require the little guy to report it. Yeah, I'm kind of in that sweet spot where I get comments, but not so many that I'm just going to ignore everything on that page. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm. All right. How about this? If it happens again, I'll report it. Okay. I have little faith in this because of all the numbers of times I've been flagged for inappropriate content in my videos... And then every single time I dispute it and a human looks at it and they go, oh, yeah, hmm, you're right. There's nothing bad here. And I'm like, this has been so many times now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I'm just uh, saying, if their computer system's screwing up, I don't think they have a way to necessarily fix it when it comes to the appropriateness of comments. Right? I don't know. I don't know. I'll report it. We'll see what happens. That's all we can do. I mean, if nothing else, they could roll it back to the previous version of the algorithm. That would probably fix it. 
That might fix it. Yeah. They're, what if? Yeah. If they're like, we just pushed out an update. Thanks for reporting this weird behavior. We'll roll it back. Mm-hmm. They're not going to tell me that, but that might be something they do. They they definitely won't tell you about it, but they'll <laughs> they'll they'll thank you and be like, okay, thanks for telling us. We'll, yeah. we'll look into it. Yeah, you, Brad. <laughs> I don't think they'll even say that. Honestly, I'm going to report it, and then the automatic thing will be like, thanks, and I'll never hear anything ever again. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that, I think that that's how that guess. works with massive companies like Google. <sighs> Although, I don't know, I'm big enough to where I can talk to a person if I need help with something. Maybe I'll do that. Mm. Eh, nah. <clears throat> anyway, we'll cross the bridge when we come to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So number two, Katowice happened. It did. We never actually found a time to get together and make our predictions, partially because my brother got married and it was chaos for two days and I didn't know how much chaos it would be because I'm stupid. It's like I've never taken part in a wedding before or something. Uh huh. Yeah, that sounds like you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, frankly, I think you should have just recorded it from the wedding. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, I think that would have been a perfectly acceptable thing to do at someone else's wedding. I'm just sitting there, speaking in podcast voice about StarCraft Two. <laughs> <laughs> you know, your little laptop Blue Yeti mic set up in front of you. <laughs> Everyone else is trying to eat dinner and listen to the speeches, but no, you're like, shh. I need to talk about Katowice. <laughs> Shut up. Leave me alone. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to simulate this because I have some thoughts on who I would have picked. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you have some thoughts on who you would have picked. And I'm just curious. Like, this isn't going to be for anything. Right, right. It can't be because yeah. we know the results. <laughs> exactly. Just just making sure we're on the same page. Uh-huh, uh-huh. My first thought that I would like to throw out is when I was originally considering doing this, I did not realize that first place seeds got straight into the quarterfinals. Right. And so I don't I actually... Like, for betting, I don't like that. I'd rather all the participants be at the same place. Agreed. Yep. Second thing is, obviously, I think both of us would have picked Serral, which means he would have been disqualified from being chosen uh, by our rules. Mm -hmm. True fact. It all comes down to how much you believe in Maru again. (laughs) Because I don't. I would not have picked Maru. There's a, there's a good chance I would have picked Mar. Yep. <laughs> I was having this conversation in my head as it was happening. I was like, I'm pretty sure Samacron would have picked Maru and then been stoked when he made it to the semifinal. When he yeah, 3 one yeah. SOS and broke the curse, right? Right. Like, the moment he came out of his group first, that would have been like, Maru's back, baby. Yeah. I've got this in the bag. Uh, and then he gets to Rogue. And it's, you know, 3 two, it's, you know. It's not bad. No, it's hugely respectable. That's yeah. massive. Yeah. A 3 2 against one of the scariest Zergs at a time where Zerg dominates the scene is, I mean, that's great. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I honestly, Mara way exceeded my expectations for him in this thing. So mm. good job, him. Yeah. Good job. Well, just especially Mara beating SOS because he's the guy he's struggled against, right? That's the dude that's made Mara look silly mm-hmm. over most of the tournaments in 2019 when they meet up. Yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. Uh, okay. he was BlizzCon. Yeah. Yeah, especially. Okay. <laughs> So, I don't know. I I have greater expectations for him in future tournaments in 2020 because of this performance, is what I'm trying to say. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, couldn't have taken Cyril. So, here's the thing about taking Rogue or Dark. It's ZVZ garbage <laughs> in that quarterfinal. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the more evidence we get, the more I feel like ZVZ is not an adequate, like, it's not an adequate test of how good you are at StarCraft. Mm. 
Like, do okay. we really think that Rogue is that much better than Dark that he three owed him? That's a representation of like Rogue is way better at this than Dark is. No, I don't. Do you? Uh, no, no, no. I actually want to look at the BlizzCon results. So I'm pretty sure they met up. Did they not meet up in the playoff? Um, to the internet, 2019 WCS Global Finals bracket. Ah, oh, they didn't. Dang it. Rugby Classic. No, actually, Rogue lost the Classic in the quarterfinals. Or he would have met up with Dark. We would have seen. Anyway. Hmm. Yeah, just the fact that Rainer can beat Serral in a ZBZ and then look outclassed by Dark like an hour later. It, I don't. ZBZ sucks, man. So yeah, I wouldn't have felt good about choosing either Rogue or Dark there. Mm -hmm. uh, Zest has been on a tear, especially in this tournament. He's looked really good at Katowice overall with all the many rounds of stuff we've been doing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would have been tempted to take Zest. I would have really felt pretty good about SOS as well. Okay. But yeah, I again, I would not have picked Rogue. I wouldn't have. I would have not felt good about it. Mm. If I would have had to choose, I would have probably taken Dark just because, again, he won BlizzCon not that long ago. It's true. Yeah. He did win BlizzCon. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. I wouldn't have picked Rogue, and you wouldn't have picked Rogue, so we both lose at the end. Neither of us lose because we were unable to perform the, the, the tournament. <laughs> Right. Yes, right. It's, it's not a matter of losing. Right, right. <sighs> Crazy result, though. Like, I don't know. A Zest Rogue finals is not something I think anybody would have picked based on the groups here. Right, yeah. I mean, just <clears throat> just the not ZBZ finals. <laughs> yeah. I think everyone's happy. <laughs> it's true. Mm. Even though a little bit disappointing, um, it wasn't all that exciting other than, was it game two or Zest one? Have not seen the games. Okay, I caught a little bit of it because it was mm -hmm. happening when I was streaming because I like to time these things well. Mm -hmm, of course. But uh, one of the games, Zest went like full has and had the robo facility in Rogue's Natural and was doing all this stuff. Mm, nice. And he won with it, but then the rest of the games, Rogue was just like, eh, we'll just handle this in a workmanlike fashion. He just like <laughs> booped Zest on the nose. Oh, that's cute. Boop. Yeah, pretty much. It's like, yeah. oh, proxy, adorable. Oh, that was game one. Yeah. So pros players are like, yeah, we're up one to zero in this best of seven looking good. And then Rogue was just like, no, 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 no. All right. Thanks for coming. <laughs> so I don't know. I've actually, uh, people have requested that I cast the semifinals rather than the final because those were more exciting. I don't think I'm going to disagree with that. I mean, are you not going to cast the finals at all? Uh, I will. Not yeah. first, probably. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you should never do them first. You should always like slowly work your way through the bracket i feel uh as though i have some kind of a plan for any of this <laughs> right i'm right. usually I'm just... like mm, i need to cast a series for sunday uh this looks good go <laughs> fair enough yeah <sighs> it's uh but i think your method makes sense though it does make sense that's why i like it i'm yeah. looking at the map statistics for katavite and yeah. i just love that there were 103 pvps that is a, so much PvP. Out of a total of 436 games, it's nearly a quarter of all games were PvP. <laughs> That's so much Protoss. Oh, boy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I gotta say, I'm not a huge fan of PvP. Mm -hmm. Although it's better than ZVZ, but not as good as TVT, in my opinion. 
Yeah, which is unfortunate because there were only 19 TVTs. Yeah. There were five times as many PVPs than there were TVTs. Crazy. Yeah. Go Protoss, I guess. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> nah, we're not going to do that. Mm. Man, I did catch the end of... um. Who was that? Mm, must look real quick. I, I'm not going to be able to find this. It was... I want to say it was Cure and Hurricane. Okay. But it was a crazy long TBT. Both players had battle cruisers and ravens, and it was awesome. Mm, and it basically okay. just turned into a game where the map was getting mined out, and whoever could mine the most of it and have the biggest bank when it all came down to it was probably going to win. Okay. Yep. And that's what happened. Fair it much. was just uh, Cure was able to have like a 6,000 mineral, 8,000 gas bank, and uh, Hurricane had nothing in the bank. <laughs> And right. then they fought, and then Kira was like, another army, go! <laughs> and he won. So it was Fair a little off. anticlimactic. It kind of could see what was coming, you know? Mm, yeah. 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 Anyway, good times. It was a pretty fun TVT, even if you kind of saw the ending coming a few minutes mm. in advance. Sometimes that happens. Mm. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does happen. Hmm. Mm. So, Katowice is over. Zerg player won, but it wasn't a ZVZ final, so it's a bit of a uh, mixed, mixed victory for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also surprised Rainer did it poorly as he did. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean I'd mean, i like to have seen him go further, sure. Yeah. But, I don't know, at some point, I think experience trumps talent. So, he had, like, a great boost. But who knows? Maybe he'll just kind of, like, sit around, you know, He'll make it to the semis occasionally and stuff like that, but I don't. I would not like as much as I would like to see him go further. I would, I'm not a hundred percent sold that we'll see him uh, like always in the grand finals of everything. Yeah, this year. at that level again, right? Yeah, especially if there's more like regionless, like not region locked events, isn't there? Like, there's going to be a whole bunch of because it's now the ESL Pro Tour. There's a whole bunch of like. Um, like DreamHack and stuff, they're no longer region locked. Is that right? I think so. That's my understanding. Could be wrong. Yeah. So I like I would expect with fist talent showing up from Korea, maybe Reno doesn't go as far. Sure. But I mean, BlizzCon's not region locked. Like he made it to the finals of a tournament where Koreans were absolutely participating. Mm -hmm. And in fairness, to get where he got, he did take down Serral, which again, ZVZ, and for whatever reason, Rainer just kind of has Serral's number in that matchup. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't know. But yeah, I mean, his ZVZ in the groups in his group, in Group B, he got uh, 2 owed by Rogue and 2 owed by Sue to wrap it up. Like, he needed mm -hmm. to win one of those series and couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. ZVZ, hard, man. It's not anyone's favorite, that's for sure. Somebody in the Discord the other day was like, I've started uh, playing Zerg as a StarCraft II player. Uh -huh. And I started playing Zerg, and man, I have like an 80% win percentage in ZVZ. And I was like, what? <laughs> how, <laughs> how? What? What is this? I just make a bunch of roaches, and I win. And I'm like, maybe it's... Maybe he's just at a low level with his Zerg. And maybe his MMR is not high enough to where it's hard. I don't know what happened. I should ask him how it's going now. It's been a few days. I mean, I assume those are all the right reasons that you've mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> all right. It's just low MMR. It doesn't matter because he just happens to have slightly better macro. Yeah. And he's not like new player playing Zerg. He's established player playing Zerg. And that's a different level of skill, even if it's a race you're not that familiar with playing. 
Yes. Yeah, just knowing the meta is probably enough to win a bunch at the lower levels of anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I should ask him just so that he can go, I hate it. <laughs> and then I'll laugh. Mm. <laughs> Welcome to everyone else's experience in ZBZ. Yeah, join the club. Join the, the club. <laughs> is gross. <laughs> Let's see. In other, other news, I started watching Gate. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I like it. Cool. I'm two episodes in. Nice. And so at this point, it's basically just like, uh, it turns out uh, modern military technology kicks the crap out of medieval <laughs> level war technology. Uh-huh. And it's yep. not even close. So we got that not figured even... out for you. Thanks. Thanks for watching. <laughs> not even remotely close. No. I, uh, I just finished the second season, uh, which I believe is the end of all of it. Okay. Great. And... I can essentially confirm the most that the mili- like the the medieval military can ever do is maybe hit someone with an arrow. Right. Right. Like that's that's yeah. like the biggest issue that they have to worry about. It's like they have arrows. Yes, because long range for them is like I don't know, how far can you shoot an arrow if you're really good at it? Mm, to the Google. Three hundred feet. You... Sure, that makes tons of sense. I'm down with that. I'm just going Google off, like, says DMT. a compound bow, so modern technology, can shoot an arrow over 1,000 feet. Right, but they don't have compound bows. Most archers stay within what is called the effective range, which is typically between 30 and 60 feet. <laughs> uh, how about longbows? So the estimates here appear to be from 100 to 200 yards, 250 maybe. Mm-hmm, so yeah, mm-hmm. somewhere around that, right? Three hundred yard or three hundred yards, mm-hmm. uh, which is two hundred and twenty-eight meters for everyone in the world but Americans. Yep. Yes. So yeah. So <laughs> when your opponent has guns, uh, <laughs> that's not very far at all. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> no. Especially when they bring out the tanks, I was like, oh, this is just not fair. <laughs> this is like dudes with machine guns and like rats nests are worse. They're bad enough. But then they rolled out like just platoons of tanks. And I'm like, ah, yeah. there's a moment in, in an episode two where they're rolling out for a nighttime sneak attack. Right. Yes. And then the flares start showing up and then they just start dying because tank shells are dropping on them from a mile away. Yeah. Mortar shells mm, and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Is br- like people are dying. They have no idea what's happening to them. It's bad. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. After that, uh, after that, there's like a recurring theme of like maybe there'll be like a military threat that attacks somewhere, somewhere. Um, and the answer is always just, oh right, this kind of technology exists, which is just a really, really great answer. And that yeah. does not get old to watch either. <laughs> okay, because I was wondering, like, how much of this show is just. Hey, medieval warfare sucks compared to modern technology. No, no, no. It gets, um, like, it gets varied. It turns into, like, this partly, like, a political game going on. Yeah, and that makes because, a ton of sense. Right, because, like, Japan's under pressure from the rest of the world to, like, share up this special region with everyone else. Oh, yeah, well, I met the American president, and he totally yes. sucks. He's very yes. American. <laughs> yes, yes. So they don't want to just, like, kill everyone. They want to actually, like, have to try and sue for peace. But the other, like, you know, the Empire or whatever it's called in the yeah. special region, they they somehow still think they can take the fight. <laughs> Who? What? The, yeah, okay. Trust, it, it'll all make sense. And then, like, magic gets introduced and stuff. And, yeah. Well, like, I get it. This is an Empire that has conquered mm-hmm. the known world. 
No, no and no, no. beyond. Not even their continent. Have they not? Oh. No. They, they, they feel surrounded. real arrogant for not yeah. having conquered their known world. No. Yeah, they just have, like, the largest military in on the continent, and they're kind of just at, like, uh, all the other states around them are kind of, like, vassal states. Uh, yeah, okay. But there's totally, like, the, the, the surrounding states just kind of... I don't know. They're not part of the empire. There's very much a like they're separate from us mentality going on. Yeah, but if you show up and be like, "Hey, we need some dudes for our army," they're like, "Okay, fine." Uh, to a degree, yeah. Eventually, yeah. that doesn't work. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, because you never send anybody back is a pretty important motivation. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Anyway, it's good show. I it's think great. I gave it an eight on my anime list. Ooh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, so far it's a lot of fun. It's not it's not perfect or at, at the end like there's a couple of things that just don't get followed up on and I feel like it's setting up for a season 3, but given that it finished 4 years ago, <laughs> yeah. We, we haven't got anything. I just <laughs> I'm not, I'm not wait like I'm not hopeful. Smart. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. yeah. I love the main character. They just introduced him as an otaku. <laughs> yeah. And you're like okay and then okay. it turns out like he's a lieutenant in the military that he only does it so he can fund his weeb <laughs> habit yeah <laughs> it's great the like the gate opens up and he's just like oh god i gotta stop this mess otherwise they're gonna cancel the show yeah they're gonna cancel the anime expo oh no it's... <laughs> he's so pissed off it's amazing uh, actually calling him a weeb is inaccurate because he is he's japanese it's or... true he, he is so otaku he... He so. is officially otaku. All right. Yeah. 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 He's hilarious. And the other dude in the troop is giving him a hard time, but then like <laughs> it turns out that he's an otaku as well. Yeah. Yeah. They're both singing the closing theme song to one of their favorite. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. And the chicks in the back are just like, what the fuck are these guys doing? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> I like it so far. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun. All I right. Can, can confirm. Cool. So we'll talk. Oh, I don't know. Get through it maybe this week. We'll see. On the other end of the spectrum, the show that I had been enjoying about the the girl that decides to play an MMO but doesn't want to get hurt, so she just maxes out her defense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was enjoying that. And then I think it's episode seven and eight. At the very like final five minutes of episode seven, she gets like a transformation ability, and she like literally get grows wings, a halo, blonde hair, and turns into an angel. Oh. Right. Okay. Sure. Which fine, you know, she gets another overpowered ability. That's fine. In the very next episode, she gets two more transformation abilities. Just, that <laughs> hmm. one that turns her into a giant kaiju. <laughs> um. Okay. And one that turns her into a mecha. And I'm wow. Like, I'm, I'm just like they have no idea what to do with this show. They're just throwing things at the wall. I don't know what the logical conclusion of the storyline is. Uh, kaiju powers go. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, oh, she got swallowed by a demon, and, you know, the demon's stomach acid couldn't hurt her because her defense is so stupidly high. So she eats her way out. Now she gets the ability to turn into the demon giant monster thick. Okay, I'm kind of on board with this until she eats her way out and gets powers? Well, like, I, the I eating... The... Sure, gross, but okay. No, well, it's... The first time she does it in, like, the first episode is because her weapons break. Like, they have durability. Yep. Uh, this time she has a weapon that doesn't break, right? Like it's part of like a unique set that has just a feature where it's unbreakable. So I don't okay. know why she decided to eat herself, eat the way out here when she could have used a weapon. 
but the skills that she gets are not because she eats. It's because she defeated the monster. Hmm. And it's I like guess... it's a special boss. So. Yeah. But I mean, like, eating your way out of a monster feels kind of like defeating it. And yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, if you're in a game and you reduce the enemy's HP to zero, you defeated it. Yeah. Hmm. But, you know, it's fine. Whatever. It's strange. Yeah, that does sound pretty strange. I've also been watching uh, Narcos on the Netflix, which I still think I talked about. You mentioned it. Yeah, it's still very good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little draggy in pacing. Okay. I mean, just because, like... I don't know. Just because, like, you know the story of Pablo Escobar? Probably. Sure. If you're watching this and you're into, like, the drug trade in Colombia in the 80s, you probably know what happened to this guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's just taking a while to get there. It doesn't seem to be... I don't know. It's just kind of meandering a little bit. So I don't know how many episodes are left in the season. Maybe it's like it's almost done, and then I won't have a problem with it. But okay, yeah, I'm just getting a little impatient with it. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, and I do like one of the things that I didn't know actually is that he actually escaped. He so Colombia got an extradition treaty with the U.S. Mm-hmm. For any drug traffickers that Colombia catches, they'll turn them over to U.S. authorities immediately so U.S. can put them in prison. Okay. And the drug runners really hated that because Colombian prison is awesome and American <laughs> prison sucks. Right. Yeah. So Pablo and all of his buddies escaped to, like, Venezuela or something. Okay. So they were escaped. There was no extradition treaty in Venezuela. There's no way they're getting picked up. But then, like, Pablo has so much love for his country that he can't leave it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So they go back. Okay. And bad things happen. And it's just like, <laughs> I mean. Kind of still that one coming. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to put myself in his shoes, right? Like, okay, if I was wanted by some country and if I stayed in the U.S., there's a good chance I would end up in prison for the rest of my life. I'd, mm-hmm. I might try to bail. Sure. Mm-hmm. You could go to Canada. Yeah, I could go to Canada. Uh, they probably have an extradition treaty with the U.S., though. Probably. I don't know. Where, whatever. Someplace else. South Africa, maybe. Sure. Uh-huh. 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 Um, and I wouldn't want to go back. Like, I love my country. I do. But, man, I don't know if it outweighs my love for being free. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the spirit of your country, right? <laughs> yes. Freedom is a big deal. Yeah. So being free is basically like being in America. As long as we, no matter where you are, you're in America. Then. Yeah. If you're in prison in America, you're still free because you're in America. Exactly. <laughs> no, no. I meant if you leave America, as long as you're still free, but you're oh. in, you know. Oh, um, yeah. I follow what you're saying now. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. However, Pablo Escobar is stupidly rich. He can afford to have a giant mercenary army protecting him at all times. He can afford to be on the move, going to different properties all the time, so he's hard to catch. Like mm-hmm. I kind of understand it from that level, where you can kind of talk yourself into, nah. I have more money than the government does. Like, I can stay out of trouble forever until, you know, until they get bored of chasing me and the extradition treaty expires and then I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I kind of get it on that side, on that way of thinking. Okay. But spoiler alert, it did not work out. That is not what happened. <laughs> yeah, turns out. Yes. Anyway, HBO is fantastic. Always uh, have the good content. 
Yeah, they're right. I hear they're gonna have like the Friends remake or the Friends reunion <laughs> or something. What? I didn't yeah, hear about this. It's gonna be like a one-hour special or something, which is the Friends reunion only on HBO. Oh my gosh, I didn't know this existed. You're you're my friend's friend though. You're the one who knows about <laughs> Friends somehow. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it was uh, very popular growing up. So. Yes. Uh, too bad I can't get a HBO here. That, you so. can't get it at all. We no. talked about this. We've talked about this. I mean, BitTorrent exists, right? It it, it does, yeah. Okay, that's all. Uh, the thing I wonder about is um, whether or not the TV show Joey will be canon or not. Ooh, yeah, because that failed, right? Yeah, hard. Okay, how many episodes did it get? It got two seasons. Oh, that's not failing hard. That's like you got two episodes in your toast. <laughs> right? I mean, two uh, seasons is not bad. Yeah, two very poorly received. Mm, okay. Uh, does Wikipedia have its ratings? Because I guarantee you it's not great. I found it. What I like about this is that the first season average viewers was 10 million viewers. Mm-hmm. Coming out right off her friends and straight into that. Yep. And then the second season fell to an all-time low of 4.1 million viewers, which today I think it sticks around. I think that's enough for network TV to give it another season. And okay. back then it was an abject failure. <laughs> for friends it was, yeah. Which is how much TV has changed. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So the season high for season two was 8 million and the season low was 4.1. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it averaged 7 million viewers an episode in season two. Mm-hmm. Amazing. <laughs> like, I want to stop TV. Let's see. Top. So, what was that on? NBC, probably? Because you uh, don't know. Yeah, probably NBC. <laughs> Let me have a look. Yeah, it was on NBC. I just found it. Makes sense, because yeah. that's where Friends was. So, if we look at... Oh, God. It was 1080i, not 1080p. That's why it failed. Yep. <laughs> that was it. Uh yeah. So I mean the best rated TV shows for 2018 for NBC. Mm-hmm. 8 million average viewers. And that is like a runaway hit for them. That mm-hmm. is the most popular thing on their entire network. Right so Joey now? gets 7. Yeah, right now. So 7 so Joey gets 7 and gets canceled in 2006. And that's how much things have changed in 15 years. Yeah, well, Netflix. Yeah. All the streaming services, right? Ah, I like that perspective. I just always, I'm always amazed by what got shows canceled 20 years ago versus what we get today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Joey and the Movie Critic is an episode um, from season two. Uh-huh. Here's, here's the plot summary. Okay. Joey's movie is getting great reviews, except one critic gave it a 0%. The critic turns out to be an 11-year-old girl. <laughs> <laughs> Joey starts his own production company and hires Jimmy, but things do not go well. Alex breaks up with Dean, but Joey needs to be her friend. That's a really jam-packed episode. I assume these were 20 minutes? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So. How do they fit think... all that stuff in there? I have no idea. Wow. Are these all that complicated? Let's see. Joey moves into his house, but a fire destroys it. That's fun. Jimmy learns he's Michael's father, and he and Joey try to get Michael's DNA without knowing so they can conduct a paternity test. And Michael gets new roommates. Wow. <laughs> There's like four plot lines for each episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope they talk about it. 
I hope they bring that up. They're like, yeah, I got canceled, but if it was airing in 2020, it would get like 10 seasons. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe not. But it'd be a lot closer to succeeding than back in 2006. Bad time for network TV now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yup. 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 Let's see. Speaking of HBO, might end up watching Westworld season three, even though season two is sort of garbage, just depending on how they go with it. I don't know. Robots, man. Mm, I was listening to a podcast that made the point that it is hard to convince human audiences to care about the rights of robots, even if they look and act and like speak like humans and they have autonomy and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, that's kind of (laughs) true. Like, like my empathy for some of these characters on Westworld only really goes so far because they're robots, man. Mm hmm. And I'm sure in a hundred years, things will change and people will consider robots with sentience just as to be as human as anybody. But my generation will never accept those robots. We're going to be robo racists. I would like to say to the robot overlords that the views expressed by Dr. Paladin do not represent the entirety of the podcast. <laughs> Which is always true, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> but especially in this case, apparently. Especially, yeah, no. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, here's the thing. In the show, those are actors, they're not really robots. So you don't have yes. to be empathetic with them. Um, but when it comes to mm. actual robots, you should really show them a lot more care. I guess. Because that's, I mean, that's the whole conceit of Westworld, is that you have these robots who look and are indistinguishable from humans in every possible way. Mm-hmm. Which opens all sorts of questions. It's very exciting. I mean, here's the thing. Robots don't even need to look like people for people to care about them, right? That's true. I read something about this. Go ahead. Right. Like, I was just going to say animals. People love animals, right? Yeah. You look at a puppy, people love puppies. Puppy's not a person. Alive, though. Robots are right. not alive. Yeah, yeah, they are. Nope. <laughs> yep. What? Robots are things, right? Sure, so is your freaking pencils a thing. <laughs> it's not what I meant, right? Like... <laughs> A thing with sentience is alive, right? It's the same kind of thing. You give it, like, the Boston Dynamics uh, spot body, right? And people are going to treat it like it's a dog. Maybe. I guess we'll see. When do they start selling those? Can you buy those yet? Uh, I believe you can um, through, like, special order through their website. So they don't have to actually disclose prices. How has this not been leaked yet? How have people not told, like, everyone how much these cost? Probably because no one can afford them. <laughs> probably. They're probably like $100,000. Uh, wouldn't More? surprise me. Let's um, see. Sprout the robot. Here's a Wired article about it. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to search for a dollar sign. Ching. Mm-hmm. Dollar mm-hmm. sign. Somehow all three of the results for dollar sign are in this one banner ad to subscribe <laughs> to Wired. How... Uh, Google's like there are three dollar signs on this page. Here's one, and there's a dollar sign. And I click through. Here's two, same dollar sign. Here's three, same dollar sign. How did they do that? Mm-hmm. Anyway, so no, there's not a price in this Wired article. Is what I'm trying to say. There's also no price on their website. Yeah, but there is a contact list, contact sales, and join mailing list. So here's an annoying thing: you have to swap out its battery if you want it to do continuous operation. Freaking Roombas can take themselves to a charging station. <laughs> How are these less advanced than Roombas? <laughs> I mean, they're not less. They're, they're just differently advanced. That's a huge feature, though. <laughs> right? If you're doing this, like, you want this for factory work or something stupid, right? 
Mm-hmm. Having to swap out its battery every whatever eight hours is stupid. You shouldn't uh, have to do that. Well, I mean, here's the thing. If you want it for continuous work, what's faster? Swapping out its battery or leaving it plugged in for eight hours? Yeah. I mean, it's definitely faster to swap a battery. But mm. what if, I mean, what if you're just given the option, right? Let it do yeah. a charging thing on its own, or you can swap the battery and it doesn't charge, right? You can probably do both, right? It wouldn't surprise mm. me if you could do both. Maybe. This article doesn't seem like you can. It's fine. We'll figure it out one day. Any day now when I get my one in the mail. Yeah. Then we can figure all this stuff out. Yeah. Very cool, though. I like Spot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't know that I feel bad for it. Like, I don't well, know. It's not sentient. <laughs> it's uh, still... Okay. It's still just, you know, pro- like pre-programmed stuff. Like, and learning. Like, it does some learning. I imagine it has, like, capability. Like, you... It's, uh, like, you can program for it, right? Right? It comes with a software development kit. Yeah. But, but that doesn't mean it can learn just on its own, right? Like... It can't go hunt for batteries, you know, when it gets hungry. It's not quite a dog yet. That would be so cool, though. Oh, my God, a robot dog that just eats batteries to power Yeah, up. just like, om, 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 om. And then yeah, it poops out he... the expired one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. One day. Yeah, one day. Good old Spot. Spot the robot dog. Hey, you're going to tell a story about how you don't like your boss. Oh, he's just an idiot. <laughs> I need stories. We need proof. Um. Okay, what's a good way to prove it? Here's the thing. None of, none of, like, the way to prove it is to have you come work at my bakery for like a year. Oh, yeah. And... and <laughs> And, like, learn that there's ways in which things need to be done, right? Um, for instance, probably the easiest one, is there are three kinds of trays. So these are just, like, metal trays, like a meter For cooking. Long, for baking. Baking, yes. So there are three. You have regular silver trays, so they're just, like, steel. Um, these are typically, like, we call them the silver ones. These are the newer ones. These ones you spray with, like, baking grease, and then you put dough straight onto it, and then throw it in the oven, right? Got it. Mm-hmm. The second one are the the same ones as those, but they're the older ones. They're the ones that are starting to get bends from where you've, like, tapped them on the ground to, like, shake all the uh, carbon buildup from the ovens and stuff, or leftover seeds yeah. that come off the bread, right? You tap them on the ground, slowly they start to bend. You can fix the bends with a pair of plies. It's not hard. It's not very thick metal. Yeah. These are the ones we specifically set aside for our hamburgers because hamburgers you take two trays you put one on top of the other one and it you know it's like a little box it keeps them flat keeps the hamburger bread rolls flat so we we need a lot more of those set aside specifically for those okay got it the the third kind is uh paper trays so things like cookies and stuff that you don't want straight on the tray you put a piece of paper on you put the cookie on whatever go Right. Sons, things like that. You cannot. You can use the paper trays for anything else, right? But if you want to put pe- like paper onto all your trays, and you use like three hundred trays in doing your rolls, it's way too time consuming. It's way easier just to give it a quick spray, which is why we don't do that. This guy will just put trays anywhere. He'll put papers <laughs> on whichever ones he wants. What? He'll, right. 
And he's like, oh, we can't use those paper trays because they're dirty. And it's like, yes, but that is why we put, like, not dirty as in, like, mud, as in, like, carbon buildup from being sat in ovens for 20 years. Yeah. Uh, right? So it's not, like, it's nothing that's not on the bread anyway. Right. It's why you put paper on it. And then you replace the papers once a week. I, I'm a, following. Yep. It's it's not a problem. And he's like, no, no, no. We need to get, like, the, the super dirty side. What are new papers? I'm like, okay. And he goes, oh, okay. So we've got these new trays. They've been sitting here for a month. Why haven't you, like, replaced any of the trays? I'm like, when was I supposed to have the time? Because <laughs> I don't have any spare time. He was like, mm, okay, well, if you get time today, can you do it? I'm like, I won't. He's like, I know, but if you do, I'm like, okay. Wow. And then he, okay. And then he takes not the paper trays, which is the ones he wanted to replace, the hamburger trays, and puts them into a dishwasher, which we have told him does not work properly, <laughs> that they just don't want to get rid of. Mm-hmm. Because he's like, well, we got to clean them. I'm like, those aren't even like the super dirty ones. And he's like, yeah, but we just got to clean them. I'm like, okay, well, he did uh, like at least spread them out when he was done. They didn't get any cleaner because you can't just clean that. You need to scrub them. You can't just throw them in the dishwasher. Yeah. But this guy also took a giant bowl, which can hold like 30 liters of like, it's usually used for like donut mixes or small cakes. Um, but it's a big, big metal bowl, right? Yeah. You, do, you, do you have a dishwasher? Yeah, of course I do. When you have like a bowl, which way up should you face the bowl if you don't want it to fill with water? Down. Yeah, yeah. Imagine your bowl was like the size of your bathtub. Okay. And you put it Imagining. in the dishwasher mm-hmm. straight up. Mm-hmm. Bad. And then, and then you just let it run for a while. And our dishwasher is broken in the way that it, it doesn't stop. Like, it doesn't recognize when the run cycle is done. <laughs> okay. All right, all right. <laughs> we have told him this. And so it is filled with boiling hot water because it just keeps filling it. <laughs> and it starts like leaking? No, uh, it just overflows and then into like the runoff, right? Like any other dishwasher, right? Okay. So it's not it's not going to break it. The thing just keeps running. And so eventually someone will walk over and be like, all right, been, you've been wasting water for an hour and he's buggered off. We're just going to stop it. <laughs> wow. So I have, I have a question. What did he do okay. before he was your manager? He was a manager at a different store. Do it for like for the same stuff or for like a different part of the store? Same stuff, same department, different store. But the, the, there's so I've I've had like I, I've made friends with some of the managers I've had, and we've talked about how managing works differently from some places. Yeah, sure. In other stores, where let's just say they have more stuff, managers don't strictly have to do a lot of physical work. They're more like office workers. Okay. So they, you know, sort out rosters, approve leave. Maybe they do the ordering. We're pretty sure that's kind of the thing he used to do. Okay. And now he's here and it's the manager of workplace is, no, 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 you have to work. Ah, problematic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so do you think he's never done this before? You think he's always no. just sat in an office and done paperwork? No, no, no. He's got a, he, he used to be a baker, right? Like he actually used to do my job. You know uh, that for sure? Uh, According to his employee records. Okay. Yeah. Like he didn't um, just get like hired on as somebody's son to do this. No, 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 no. Like he's worked at the company before for eight years, but not my store. Um, At least like three years. I you think. need to ask his prior co-workers if he was like this. 
uh, here's the thing: if they've only worked in their store, they'll they won't have a problem with it, right? Like everyone only knows their experience, and so if they've only worked in stores with it, it's like, yeah, well, we've got seven people in the department. What? Why do we need the manager here? Right? He's just gonna get in the way. He needs to go do his his whatever his work is. Look at. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm talking about when he was a coworker. Was right. he constantly just not paying attention to anything and doing everything wrong? Uh, here's the thing. I don't think he was at the company for that part. Like, he got hired on after. To do okay. This. All right. Yeah. So that's a problem. Because, um... Because, like... The, 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 no, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, just, like the, the, like, the records I have access to list him having a job at a place called Baker's Delight, which is, like, another chain. It's a little smaller, but it's just bakeries. It's not, like, a supermarket bakery. Mm-hmm. And and that's where he probably learned how to bake and was doing all that stuff and then got manager there and then moved to Woolworths. Hmm. Probably. Because, like, this is Kevin-level stuff. This is, Kevin? like, the subreddit. Uh, Kevin? Never. I told you about the subreddit? No. So no. There, was an, there was an Ask Reddit thread a few years ago where this teacher, like, one of the questions was, like, what are some crazy stories of your students from your years of teaching, right? Mm-hmm. And this guy told a story about a student he had named Kevin who just did the dumbest possible things. Uh, his parents were really stupid. He just seemed really dumb. Like, I'm trying to find... Yeah, here we go. So it turns out he had like eight of these stories. <laughs> and it was so popular that it turned out uh, that they just started a whole subreddit for people to tell stories about different Kevins in their lives. Okay. So let me give you something here. Uh, Kevin. Kevin ate... It's... I don't know what it is, actually. Probably... Um, it's not very popular if it is, I'll just slash Kevin. Um, is it stories about Kevin? Because it's only like 5.8k members, which is no, a lot. But that's a lot, but not. it is. It's lot. stories about Kevin is the All subreddit. Right. But yeah, like uh, Kevin ate an entire 24 pack of crayons, puked, and then did it again the next day. This was ninth grade. I still don't know where he got the crayons. <laughs> <laughs> The, 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 this is ninth grade. Yeah. That's great. Kevin's Cat dad was... would write tuition checks and mail them to me, his son's English teacher. This was at a public school. When I gave them back to Kevin, voided to give to his dad with a brief note explaining that this was a public school, Kevin got in trouble for trying to spend them at a 7 Eleven after school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he has... Here's the original... I'll send you the original Kevin post. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah. So, what I'm saying is, your manager sounds like a Kevin. Where he just can't uh, grasp basic concepts of how to do his job. And usually, Kevins will get entry-level positions at work and just flame out. But the fact that he's in a manager position is blowing my mind. <laughs> okay. That's all. Uh, fair enough. Like, this guy also... Uh, what's the best way to put this? He had a sign, um, like, do some basic training, gave us a little pamphlet that said, depending on the hours you work, here are the agreements for how many breaks you can take, right? Okay. And so now I have to take my 30 minutes of unpaid break, or it's 30 minutes to an hour, depending on whatever you agreed on. No matter how long you work, you get at least either 30 minutes or an hour. Okay. Um, or if you work, I think it's eight hours or more, you get two 15 minutes of that eight hours is paid break. And so he's like, okay, 
you're on Saturdays when you used to have 10 hours, because I used to do midnight till 10.30. Um, you used to have 10 hours to get everything done you without taking breaks. I now have from 3 a.m. to 11.30, but mm-hmm. I have to take an hour break, which is only eight hours, which yeah. is actually only seven hours. Yeah, breaks. I could do math. Yeah, he does not understand that I cannot get everything done. Yeah. In that time, right? Like, I just physically can't. <laughs> Goodness. Yeah. Yeah, it's, so this is Kevin-level stuff, man. This is like, mm-hmm. they don't understand basic math. Hmm. Mm-hmm. This guy ordered three boxes of pepperoni, pepperoni pizzas. Uh-huh. Each box has four packets. Each packet lasts about 10 days. All right. So 10 days, that's more than a month per yeah, box. it's a lot so of pepperoni. That's, yeah, it's... <laughs> <laughs> we have like three months worth of pepperoni sitting there that we can't do anything with because we only make 10 pepperoni pizzas a day. Right. Yeah. Hmm. So. Yeah, Kevin, I think that's the best way to explain who this person is. He just happens to be your boss, which is like the worst place for a Kevin to be. <laughs> Kevin yeah. kept a bottle of orange Kool-Aid in his backpack for about four months. He thought it would turn into alcohol. He drank it during homeroom <laughs> and threw up. Or should he throw up? <laughs> Kevin would say the n-word a lot. Kevin was white. The high school was eighty-four percent black. Kevin got beat oh. up a lot. <laughs> Kevin deserved it. He did. Um, Kevin stole another student's iPhone and then later tried to sell it back to them. Um, this guy also like okay, so we have like a dry storage area where we store flour containers for packaging um basically flowers of all kinds yeah he had us take our wholemeal our grain and our four seed bags of flour flour which took up maybe i don't know 20 percent of all the area there and put those down the back where our pallets of flowers or our white flour which is what we use the most of yeah usually all sits down there and we have a little trolley which we'll go and get them he had us move them all down there and now they're sitting in nice, neat rows next to our pallet on another spot a pallet could go. And we told him, Easter's coming. You're going to need to order a pallet of bun mix as well. Right. And he goes, no, I don't think I will. And I'm like, over Easter week, our production will go from three a day, three bags of bun mix a day, to 40 in that week. <laughs> <laughs> and a pallet is 80. Yeah. <laughs> this right. doesn't seem sustainable, Somicron. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm aware. Okay. This guy is also currently at the moment. There's another store that opened up nearby where my bosses, my old boss, has now gone to. Um, and until they open, we have three of their staff members at like four times a week, each doing like five hour shifts, right, for training, quote unquote. Not that they employed these people, and then the stores opening got delayed by four months and they had to do something with them no definitely not that nope definitely not right yeah and as soon as they go we're probably not gonna have a lot of stuff because mm-hmm. he's just been like well you have them what do we need to actually like put on our own people <laughs> no this story makes me sad i don't like it they leave in like three weeks yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
I like how you couldn't think of any way to express how your manager is dumb, and then once it started, the floodgates were just open. That was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it t- turns out as if you explain one part, it rolls very easily into the next. Good. I'm glad yeah. we got there. These are yeah. good stories, and they make me sad, but they're good stories. <laughs> Golly. Uh, so, um, do you feel like this is going to be a long-term situation with him, or do you see something happening? So this is not the first time this has happened. With a bad manager? Yes. Okay. Especially with, a, with the manager who came from a, uh, a, a more busy store where he had more staff, so he didn't have to do work. We had, a, we had a guy come in, and they hyped him up basically as being like a high-performance manager. Oh, he no. knows how to turn bakeries around. That's His not a good sign. His bakery did so well. He was in, <sighs> like, the city. Uh, red flags, red flags. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, so many red flags. Yeah, this guy—he lives across the road. Like you can, from the parking lot, see his house. He drives to work. <laughs> it has to be slower to drive, doesn't it? <laughs> like I don't know. Like I, I, I just kind of figured. Oh, maybe he goes somewhere after work, and so it's just easier to, you know, not walk home. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like it's slightly closer to the road, <laughs> you know, if he yeah. drives to work. But he would drive home for lunch. Wow. Yeah. Uh, that's the kind of efficiency that they needed, though. Um, saving uh-huh, uh-huh. 10, 10 seconds a day, a mm-hmm. couple times a day, really adds up. N- not even, not even that. Like this guy would, let's say, started at seven thirty. He would drive to work at quarter to seven, no, quarter to seven, quarter past seven, and then we could see him from the window, just sit in his car and wait for fifteen <laughs> minutes. I mean, you don't want to be late. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> It is smart to leave a little bit early. You never know when traffic's going to be a problem. <laughs> when there's one roundabout between your house and the driveway to work. Yeah. Yes. You never know, man. <laughs> to, to be fair, that, dra- that that roundabout does get quite busy in peak hour. Um, he, he was maybe working for three months, and he took six months off stress leave because he couldn't do the work. Like, he just, like, I can't handle it. <laughs> That guy, I think, is actually still worse than the guy we currently have. Yeah, um, fair. Like, this this guy's nice. That that guy wasn't nice. Um, mm. like a nice person. This Kevin's at least you know a friendly being. Like he's a decent hang, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, that counts for a lot. In fairness. All right. Cool stuff. Well. Cool. Yeah. That's pretty much time anyway. Do we have time. Uh, I mean, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Uh, I think that was it. I had a lot of stuff, but I think I got there. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm debating whether or not to attach this podcast to the last one. Like, just make it a jumbo podcast? Yeah, because I haven't done that because I didn't know when if we were going to be able to record the thing. So it's still just sitting there waiting to be added in on the jump cut. Yeah, figured maybe that's where we where we'd be. Yeah, otherwise the episode would just end with a jump cut. Yeah. And you say, hmm, I don't feel like doing an outro. I kind of like it. <laughs> Keep our subscribers on their toes. Keep them split? Yeah, I think that's fine. Okay. okay. I don't have a problem with it. Well, thanks for hanging out with us this week, everyone, for another edition and issue of the Falcon Paladin Hour. Again, check out the merch store. Check out the Patreon. And until next time, as always, thank you for spending your time with us this week. And you take care of yourself.